so, as you were saying, the Black Album. Yes. Uh, so that was the thing that really, I don't know, I guess kind of got me into music. And that's when I said to myself, I was like, you know what? I was like, I think I want to start playing music again. And my best friend, you know, typical story, he got his, you know, I think it was either his birthday or Christmas. And he got, you know, the typical $80 Sears guitar. Well, definitely. Yes. I, I had it. Yeah. I don't know if it was Sears, but I definitely yeah. had something awful. Yeah. So he started playing and, uh, you know, he called me. He was like, well, I'm playing guitar. So I guess it's about time you get a drum set. So then, you know, I hounded my parents and they were just like, well, what the hell? You know, you already quit this thing, you know, six years ago, or however the hell long ago it was. And I had to assure them, no, it's real this time. I'll practice, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I think we saw like an ad in something like the penny saver or something. And this guy was selling all these different instruments. He had a drum set for sale, five piece drum set. Uh, so we went over there and uh, looking back now, I'm like, holy shit. Did we ever get fucking ripped off, man? Because what a fucking piece of shit this thing was. Back then, I'm sure uh, you were like, awesome deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were paying for it, so it really didn't matter. Um, but, uh, you know, so we went down there and uh, in the guy's basement, the creepy basement or whatever, and uh, it was a five-piece. I thought that it was a Remo, but it wasn't even Remo. It had Remo heads on it. That's what I fell for. And going back to the... Uh, the drummer of uh, Stray Cats, I remember that was one of the questions I asked the guy. I was like, hey, man, you ever sell, you know, equipment to anybody famous? And he was like, well, actually, I sold the guy from, you know, you know, the Slim Jim guy from. Uh, <laughs> I'll get out of here. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, whatever. I know him. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I went home and, uh, you know, so I bought, so it was a five piece. I think it was a hi-hat and a crash cymbal. And uh, and just a regular, a single bass drum pedal. And I remember I set this thing up and I, you know, this is my first drum set. So I had no clue what the hell I was doing. And uh, I actually set it up where the floor tom was between my legs, which is completely wrong. And the snare drum was where the floor tom was supposed to be. So I had no fucking clue what I was doing or whatever. So you look like me setting this podcast up. Might have been. Yeah, yeah. might have been. Might have been. No, no clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I remember hitting the symbol, and I mean, this symbol stand, in quotations, I mean, holy shit, this was not even a fucking stand. I hit this fucking thing, the symbol inverted inside out, and the stand fell over, and I was just like, holy were shit. You, where were you, where'd you set it up, in the garage or something? No, uh, the first time, I uh, I think I set it up in my bedroom, but then my parents used to go away for like the summers and stuff, so then I would oh, bring them man. Yeah, so then I, awesome. yeah, so then I would bring it like downstairs and set it up in front of like, like in like the set TV it up in room. Set bedroom at yeah, that point. Yeah, so I set it up in like the TV room or whatever. So then, uh, but then I think finally I started bringing it over to my friend's house, and then the two of us started jamming. And obviously, what was the first song we wanted to learn? Enter Sandman. Oh. Going back to that, you know. And, uh, I mean, holy shit. I mean, you know, he couldn't play. I couldn't play. My fucking drums were falling apart. What was he playing, guitar? He was playing guitar. Yeah, he was playing guitar. And, I mean, uh, he had probably been, been playing guitar maybe six months longer than I had been playing drums. And uh, we went, you know, through elementary school together. And funny enough, when I was playing the drums in elementary school, he he was actually playing the saxophone. But he actually kept playing the fucking saxophone. He didn't quit like I fucking quit or whatever. And then one of our other buddies that we went to elementary school with who I think played, what the fuck did he play? Like the fucking 
trumpet or the clarinet or some shit in the school band. Yeah, that's useless. Yeah, we could have been like a fucking ska band yeah. if we kept it. You know, we could have been like like less than the, Jake right there. Oh boy, the upstroke. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, now, what, what else? You figure 1991, that was like the year of like Use Your Illusion. Yeah. Like Garth Brooks was popping Oof. at that point. Oof. You know, people were selling like 20 million records yeah. at a clip. Mm-hmm. Um, what what other bands were you digging at, in in 91 at that age? I mean, honestly, when like when, when we started listening to Metallica, the, the, the five that we probably listened to after that, and it's really all that it mattered was... Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Sepultura, and Testament. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Those were the five that, you know, that really all that we cared about because after, you know, I got my drum set, like I said, this kid started playing bass. We were all tel- terrible at, you know, playing the instruments or whatever. Especially picking that because, like, the the music you guys were listening to, it wasn't like you guys were listening to the Ramones. No, yeah, like, it was guys, hard like, shit. Yeah, how the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine hearing, like, you know, Chaos AD. Yeah, yeah. And being like, all right, now, now I still this. can't even fucking play that shit. Yeah. You know? So, Amazing. I mean, uh, so, but, I mean, that's one good thing I have to say. I mean, uh, we, we definitely set, you know, our sights high, and definitely we worked our asses off. I mean, I remember being you know, 16, 17 years old, you know, 10th, 11th grade. And we would go over to uh, to my buddy's house. You know, his parents were nice enough to let us practice in his basement. And we used to fucking practice for like like three, four hours, I like mean, a day. That's amazing. Like, yeah. like, back then, that's fun. Like, yo, shout out to those parents. Yeah. Because like... Yeah. I, I used to we used to practice in like to, like my mom converted the garage into like a guest room. Mm-hmm. And like we would play in there like later in life like in our 20s yeah yeah <laughs> and it was just so loud and she was like yeah i don't care yeah i'm like in my head i'm thinking like how do you not care this yeah, is insane yeah. but i mean it's funny because you know when you're you know when you're in high school and shit you know all that you wanted to do is fucking go out and fucking hang out with your friends and fucking get drunk and this and that and you know he used to set rules he'd be like no we're, we're gonna do that but like we got fucking three hours of practice like, he was almost like the guitarist slash coach what was his name my buddy John. John, where's yeah. he? Where's he at now? He's he lives uh, he lives out east now. He was my best man at my wedding. I was best man at his wedding. Yeah. Did he continue to play? He still he still plays. I mean, uh, I know, you know, fast forwarding obviously. Yeah. Um, um, when did you? I mean, was that your first like serious band? That or? was first serious band. I mean, just like any other band. What well, were you guys for, called? Uh, the first band was called Remorse. 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 Yeah. So hard. A lot, a lot metaler than it sounded, but we were kind of like the, uh, we were kind of like the poor man's uh, Queensrÿche. Oh man. That's what we wanted when we started playing originals. You guys had Jeff Tate in the band. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing was with that band, I mean, it was four of us because my buddy Mike, who wound up playing second guitar at first, he actually started playing keyboards at first. And then we were like, nah, man, like, that's not that's not that cool. Like, start playing guitar. So then he started playing second guitar. So then we started writing originals. And it was definitely like, you know, like the progressive, like, you know, rush right, and so sounding stuff like that. you guys were doing covers until then? Like, w- w- what were the covers that you guys were doing? I mean, we were, like I said, we were doing stuff like that. We like were you doing, were doing legit, what, like Holy Wars? Come on. I, b- badly, but yeah. yeah I, well, I mean, the funny thing was, so... So now it's I the, would love to So now it's that. the four of us. All right, put, I'll put it to you this way: it's the four of us. We're in 
I think it was either ninth or tenth grade, our first, you know, gig, gig in quotations, was my sister's surprise 21st birthday. She must have loved it. Oh, well, she's the one that I was like, yo, let us play at your birthday or whatever. And she was like, whatever, you could show up or was whatever. She, was she a metalhead? or? Yeah, no, she was definitely into that shit. Um, was she in the, uh, was she older? Or she older, was, yeah. So she was older than yeah. the everybody because I was the baby wow, yeah okay so um so we wound up playing and I mean I'm trying to remember what we played we played uh yeah we played two bad versions of Sepultura songs do you remember what they were uh Troops of Doom and Orgasmatron which I had no clue was actually a motorhead yeah. cover that took me like 10 years later to figure that out all right listen as long um, as you're there we did Enter Sandman okay we did a horrible version of Mother by Danzig you figure that would have been the easiest one to hit. Those are yeah, the easiest chords. I, I guess, yeah. Um, B-A-G, man. Maybe day. it was all just me. Maybe I was just the, all the fucking the shitty one. I don't know. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys were picking like... Yeah. It wasn't like you were doing Rockaway Beach. No, and, like, no. Skulls. Yeah, and I mean, uh, so we did that. Then we played like a couple graduation parties and stuff like that. But like, it's funny. I remember we played a, we played a talent show in 11th grade at this... Uh, this high school, Sacred Heart High School. I forget where the hell the school was. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have a singer. It was just the four of us. We were, now at this point, we were we were pretty good at our instruments. I was using this fucking massive, like, 12-piece fucking crazy dream theater, like, five rack tom, double floor tom, 19 cymbals. It took me, you know, an Drum, hour. Drums that you have to, like, turn 180. Yeah, to. yeah, like, it took me an hour and a half to set this fucking thing up. Like Tommy Aldridge. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. So I remember, so we, we get this show, and we're just like, well, what the fuck are we going to play? Because we still don't have a fucking singer, you know. Um, you know, uh, out of the couple bands that were in our high school, everybody, all the singers were in bands. So we were like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? So I remember we played uh we played every single Metallica cover except for Anesthesia because we didn't want to do that because that's kind of you know, it's like a bass solo with like drums you, or whatever. So but I mean like you said the the Black Album was so influential. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you go backwards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean Injustice for All is probably top 5 of that's my favorite. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Especially as a drummer because I learned that it took Lars a year and a half to record the drums for that album because wow. he actually heard the tracks that they were writing and he had in his head what he wanted to hear and he couldn't play them. So he said to himself, he goes, I'm not going to record what, you know, just half-assed. I'm going to record what I hear in my head. Right. And it took him a year and a half to build that There's up. There's few songs that I could sit through that are nine minutes and 48 seconds long. But when I hear the title track, Injustice for All. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, so, it's good. so good. But, I mean, that and Blackened. Everything. And, uh, yeah, Eve, that, like that's, everything. Well, Dyer's Eve, my yeah. God. Is, you, your feet fall off, you know, yeah. two seconds into that song. Um, yeah, but, I mean, we de we definitely went backwards backwards with that. And uh funny thing was about that, about that show, you know, we did, uh, I think we did For Whom the Bell Tolls at the end. And just these random kids were like jumping up and, you know, grabbing the mic. And what year blah, was blah, this? Blah. This was, uh, I think this was 95. So this yeah. was like 11th grade I was in. And then, uh, then we definitely started getting into like writing originals and stuff like that. And, uh, I remember the four of us, we actually bought a four track together. We split the money, bought a four track and we recorded our first original. And this fucking, so, I mean, we were, when we were finally established as a band, we were, we recorded a four song demo 
fucking thing was like a half an hour long. Because when you're on, writing... Onto you, like a cassette. Yeah. Because yeah, when you're writing nice. like dream theaterish type songs, yeah. each song is going to be seven to eight minutes. And I remember we were walking around with this tape like, holy fuck, man. Like, this is a good fucking song. If only we could find a fucking singer. So my buddy Frank, who I went to high school with, who was a singer, he was actually in this other band. And we were friendly with him. You know, we used to play shows together and stuff like that. Uh, I think my buddy John gave him the tape and he was just like, dude, check this out. This is an original blah, blah, blah. And he brought it home and he listened to it and he brought it back like a week later or whatever. And, uh, he goes, yo, he goes, check this out. I put vocals to this. Tell me what you guys think. And I remember the fucking minute that the vocals came in, I was like, holy fucking shit. This is the guy. Now, how do we get this guy to quit his band? What did he sound like? He sounded like fucking Dream Theater, shit like yeah. that. Like very progressive. This guy could hit the fucking high notes, you know. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Could hit the high notes, you know, catchy choruses. Um, plus, the good thing with him was he knew how to play guitar, knew how to play keyboards, you know, was just kind of like an all around, you know, could fake the drums, was just kind of like an all around musician. And uh, so he wound up, funny enough, quitting the other band. Of course, we got shit for that or whatever. And from then, the other band. From the other band, yeah. Um, they fight you? Nah, they, they fucking sucked anyway. So. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, that uh, band is now Metallica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we wound up recording like a four-song demo with this kid. And, uh, you know, then we started playing like actual shows, you know. And uh, started playing, you know, shows. I mean, our, our favorite venue to play was the Roxy in Huntington. Okay. And we played there four times. Actually, funny enough, we played... The last show at the Roxy in Huntington. What really? What, yeah. Do you remember who was on that show? It was. Uh, I think we actually headlined. Funny enough. And, Remorse. Uh, yeah, I think we headlined. Um, so you guys were like playing pretty hard. Yeah, I mean we were pretty decent for like a like a high school band. I mean we used to, you know, draw. I guess seventy five kids from yes. the high school. Back, what I noticed about back then, because even when I started playing, like we were terrible. Yeah. The people still came out. Oh yeah, because they're your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, you're like, yeah. you know, you can get fifty kids to a show mm-hmm. and still be terrible. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we're just hanging out. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. You know, if they could, you know, plus sneak drinks in and all that shit. I mean, now, I, now that I think we're better, yeah. no, no one comes to the show. <laughs> I rem- I remember the funny thing with the Roxy was. Uh, I think you either had to say the band's name or give them a flyer at the door. And from what I remember, you got paid $2 per person that went there for your band. So I remember our first big show there, 50 people showed up. So we got paid 100 bucks. So that was 20 bucks each. We got paid at the end. And then uh, I remember after the show, we went to – where the hell did we go? Some diner. On like Sunrise Highway, and we celebrating, just, and we just and, and we fries. just and we just ate away the twenty bucks each that we had made. So, and I was like, yeah, Son that's of a bitch. how it was. Like, I remember we were first getting paid for a show, and thinking like, holy shit, yeah. like, look, we got paid whatever it was fifty mm-hmm. bucks between like four of us. Yeah, you know, you know. But like back then, like you just like you I, you couldn't really equate. Like you're like. I can't believe we just got paid yeah, to yeah. do this. This is like the funnest thing, and not everyone gets that. Uh, you know, like the whole passion behind it, um, you know, but as a kid, like it's, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I remember definitely this guy used to book bands. I forgot what his number was like five, eight, five, zero, eight, uh, some shit like that. His name was Eddie. 
and he would like rip off all the bands, of course, because we were like, oh, younger yeah. and stuff like that. Right, yeah. But uh, it, it was just funny. Like he he would like throw us on with like a Joe Satriani tribute yeah. tribute bit. Like it made no sense yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, let, let's play. And then you would play, and your friends would show up, and then like like seriously, I played once. It was a Joe Satriani tribute band and like some other like fucking so random as fuck mm-hmm. like tribute band. And now I would be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But back then we're like, OK, oh, yeah, yeah, let's You'll do it. it. Take we're it ra- yeah, we'll take it. And it's like, all right, the first, you know, 300 people through the door yeah. are mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something so ridiculous. So. I-, I remember we played this show. Actually, the last show that we played together, um, we played at this bar called uh, it was called Diamondbacks. In, I remember, remember that. that place. Yeah. Might have been Freeport. Is that where it was? I, I might be thinking of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, and uh, I remember the guy, either that booked the bands or the guy that I think it was the guy that owned the place. The guy's name was Snake. Perfect. As in like Snake Plissken. But yeah. I, oh, wish, nice. I wish it would be that cool if it was Snake yeah. Plissken. And I remember we went there, and uh, you know we went there, and I asked, I think I don't know, I think like one of the bartenders or whatever. I was like, oh, I was like, we're looking for Snake. We're playing here next week. <laughs> I'm looking for Snake. Yeah, and uh, the guy comes <laughs> over and he goes, uh, I'm Snake. Yeah, he's like, I'm Sna-. he's like, I'm Snake. He goes, yo, he goes, my real name's Ron though. That's just a nickname <laughs> or whatever. And then I found out like years later that the guy had like three different like social security no just like shady random shit about the I guy. I mean, honestly, if you're if your nickname's gonna be Snake, yeah. it's, it's you got to be a scumbag. It's either yeah, it's yeah. got to be for a reason. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, you know what? Yeah, it's not like because he's like cool or good yeah, looking. Yeah. It's like you know what? You're awesome. Your nickname <laughs> is Snake. I like that. And I and I remember I remember playing that show and uh, you know we sounded pretty good or whatever. And I remember downstairs. Um, just raiding this guy's cooler with beers you know and we were just we played and then the second band went on and then i remember coming up after the second band and we couldn't even walk nice you know so just underage drinking at its finest you know? for me when i started playing like figure i haven't drank since i was like 18 and then i started playing like way later in my 20s so yeah. that was one thing that uh, uh i would say i missed out on but i i'm glad i <laughs> It's At least skipped. you can remember the shows. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I remember every every show, yeah. no matter how good and how bad. Uh-huh. So I always wanted to make like um like a coffee table book from like local bands talking about like their their I don't want to say worst show experiences, but like you know like little like short stories on like just like funny things um, that happened with certain random shows uh, because I remember playing. We got asked to play, or maybe we asked to play in Connecticut. And we took our buddies uh, in a band called Let Me Crazy at the time. So we're like, okay, cool. You know, we're talking to the promoter via, might have been MySpace at the time. I I don't remember. So we're like, okay, they're going to throw on two locals and all that other stuff. And and I think we went to Connecticut and then we were going to play maybe Philly or something. Uh, I don't remember. Um, So we get to the place in Connecticut. Maybe it was Delaware. Uh, We get to the place in Connecticut. And um, I'm like looking for the promoter, and, and the person at the bar is like, "Oh, he's he's not working." So he's like, "But they told me that um, you know to take care of everything." So I was like, "All right, cool." I'm like, "Who are we playing with?" And the guy was like, "All right, uh, there's only one other band. They're called Let Me Crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah. hold on a second. I'm like, they're with us. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you know them? I'm like, yeah, we brought them here. Yeah. So I'm like, so we drove to Connecticut to play with our friends. I'm like, why wouldn't we just stay where we were? Like, yeah, this yeah. Would- 
So it was just like, you know, and, and if you're in a band, stories like that are, you know, I mean, it's funnier now. And it was even funny then because, like, at the end of the day, you're just in a, in a van hanging out with your friends yeah. and you play somewhere. Uh, I just wish the promoter didn't do that because, mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking Shitty throw, thing two, to do. throw yeah. two fucking locals on. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> so. But I wanted to, to make a, like, a, you know, compile, like, a. A coffee table book, yeah. and but that's just way too much work. <laughs> I, I could barely do this podcast. So I'm waiting for this tape to run out. Um, so anyway, so after Remorse, mm-hmm. what was the other band that you did? Sky Came Falling. So you went straight to there. Yeah, I mean it's funny when we were when we were doing Remorse. I remember uh, that's it. You're a two man. That's band. it, man. Two man. You know, that's you, it. Man. That's it. Um, I remember going back to that Sacred Heart place that we played. I remember them going to a uh, Scrubs. A, that's why I remember. Oh, Super there you go. Heart. I remember the go, them going to a talent show um, the night before one of our practices, and there was a bunch of bands and blah blah blah. And I didn't go. And I remember going to meet up with them and asking them, you know, how the talent show was. Was there any good bands and blah blah blah? And uh, they were like, "Yeah, there was this one band, man. This fucking like metal band, and they were great, but like there was something weird about them." I was like, well, what the hell was weird about them? They go, they didn't have a bass player. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, and I was I like. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I was like, well, what the fuck were they called? They go, oh, Vision of Disorder. Yeah. Yeah, and I go, oh, my, that's a pretty cool name or whatever. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, they're actually playing, uh, you know, we got a flyer when they used, you still used to do flyers back then. Um, they're actually playing, I think it was the following week or two weeks later um, at this place called the Right Track Inn. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'll fucking go. I'll check this band out if you guys, you know, say that this good or whatever. So I remember it was uh, it was me, my bass player at the time, one of his buddies from high school, and his brother actually drove us there. And I remember this kid's favorite band was Overkill. Band that I could never really get into. Didn't I could is listen it, to them? Is it because but... of the vocals? Because yeah, vocals oh yeah, are... that guy's vocals were yeah. horrible. Yeah, I maybe mean, it wasn't horrible. But no, maybe. but it, it it's one of those vocalist. Um, I I could see how it's hard to get into them. Yeah. Um, but I could see how people love them. Same thing, like for me, Smashing Pumpkins. Like, yeah. When someone's like, I hate Billy Corgan's vocals. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? With that band, it just it. works though. I yeah. Guess, but, you know? but he's one of those vocalists that you definitely either love them yeah. or you just can't get past. Yeah. So I'm in this kid's car, and I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Like, I don't even care if this band is good anymore that we're going to see. It's got to be better than this fucking guy singing or whatever, <laughs> right? So Bobby Blitz. Yeah, yeah. so now we're 16. We're not driving there, so we're fucking we're pounding the This fo- is still 95 then. This, Yeah. Because this yes. was like the, like the, oh, the yeah. VOD. Yes. Like, I'm talking, uh, this is like VOD loyal to none 25 to that, life. Like, yeah. back in the heyday. So we're we're drinking big time in this guy back of this guy's car, like Colt forty five or whatever the hell we were having, and we get out forty five. Yeah, so we get out. <laughs> might have even been. I don't even know if Steel Reserve was around back then. Yeah, what, probably listen, not. whatever you get got your hands on back then, yes. that's what you were. Drinking. And I guarantee you, it wasn't a lot of money in it. No, so it was, it was like, like straight up like zombie piss. I used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> so so now we get out and there's all these people hanging outside, like you know normal shows or whatever. I don't know and. I say to myself, Jenko's, yeah, yeah, bleach blonde T 